0: How is it going guys? Welcome to the Serious Angler Podcast. For those that are new to the show, the Serious Angler Podcast is created to highlight the many dedicated and passionate anglers in our fishing community today. To be able to provide them with an opportunity and a platform to share their story with the world. Thank you guys for listening and if you're not already, head over to my YouTube channel called Igbra Outdoors and click that subscribe button. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy today's episode. So today's podcast, we have on Jackson Orr, known in kayak bass fishing for being the young phenom who travels the country with his father and takes tournaments by storm. Uh, This kid might be in high school, but don't, you know, don't sell him short. The kid can fish. He's a stick. He's a hammer. Um, He catches giants. And one thing that's pretty cool that I can't wait to, to bring up and ask him about is his charity tournament that he started this year, as well as his YouTube channel that is now about to take off. Pretty excited that he started that one. So, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Stay tuned. All righty, we are recording. We have with us the the young phenom of kayak bass fishing, Jackson Orr. What is going on, my man?
1: Hey, nothing much. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, Bailey. It, it really means a lot to me. I appreciate it. Of course, dude. It.
0: I got to have the, the young gun coming up on here. Uh, I mean, I'm having all these these old guys on here. I got to have the young gun. So uh, I'm excited to hear about your story, man, and, and what you've been doing. I know everybody in kayak basketball knows who you are, who your dad is. You guys are taking the nation by storm. So pretty pumped to have you on here as well, man. It uh, means, means a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Of course. Yeah, I got to catch you in your, your high school flurry, you know, before you <laughs> hit college and you're busy, right? So, Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so before we get into anything, uh just kind of want to start these, the, the podcast off by you know asking you you know your story of who got you into fishing and how it all started and how that passion drove you to where you are today.
1: Yeah, fishing's always been in my family. My grandpa, he used to um, fish for panfish, bass, walleye, I mean, whatever you can think of. And my dad, obviously, he started to pick that up and he started to... to to develop a passion for fishing and when i was 4 and 5 years old about every day when he would get home from work we would always go to our local ponds in the neighborhood and just throw out a bobber and put like a hot dog or a bagel on for catfish <laughs> and even bass and then moved up to artificial lures and stuff and that was fun and ever since that day it's been like it's my it's been my dream to pursue that like pursue fishing as long as I can
0: okay that's pretty yeah. sweet mm-hmm. yeah, so what so when did the kayak start to play a part for you guys
1: uh, this would this is my fourth year so this is my fourth okay. year fishing out of a kayak I haven't actually done a tournament this year yet but this will be my fourth year so um, but the the way I got into kayak fishing is I really wanted a bass boat, Uh mm-hmm. super bad but they're just so darn expensive <laughs> and so we saw uh, a kayak on Facebook, a uh, Hobie kayak mm-hmm. on Facebook, and that was getting ready to sell. So we just demoed it on the river, and that was my first kayak. So I got, I got spoiled right away.
0: <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, so how many kayaks? You got the new 360 now,
1: right? I did, yeah. I got yeah. it last week. Yeah, super fortunate. It's been awesome, so...
0: Yeah, I saw your post on that. I might have been a little bit jealous, but no, it, it looks pretty sweet, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I like
0: the, the plaque behind you, too, up there. The, the, Hobie. Oh, the Hobie
1: plaque right there? Yeah, yeah it's That's pretty nice. Hobie's awesome. Yeah, I'm super blessed to be a part of their team and to work with Dry Dock, my Hobie dealer, as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I run a, a Wilde Radar, but I mean, mm-hmm. Hobie is the gold standard. I mean, nobody's really coming close to what they're doing right now. Um, I think the only person that you might want to look out for is maybe New Canoe. Cause they, mm-hmm. they're coming out with some pretty cool stuff, but mm-hmm. I think when it comes to kayaks and how the, you know, the industry is revolving, it's just pretty much, it's been hobie from the stuff, from start oh, to finish. It, it's
1: uh, insane how much is kayak fishing's growing and all of the different companies that are coming out with different things, unique things that fit the anglers. It's been incredible.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, now with uh, the BOS series that they're, they're installing too, it's, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, and speaking about tournaments, you know, when did you start getting into the kayak tournaments? Did you kind of just get it right off the bat or did you kind of discover it a little bit later?
1: Well, the, like I said, I got my kayak. It was about four years ago, uh, the kayak I demoed. And the guy I demoed it from was actually on the Hobie fishing team. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me and my dad about the, the local trail Indiana has called the Indiana Kayak Anglers Trail. Mm-hmm. and i ended up like three months after i got that kayak i ended up fishing in the first one so it was three it was exactly probably three or four months right after i got the kayak i fished in my first tournament
0: just jumping right in
1: yeah it was it was a blast it's it's super fun
0: how, how was that first experience for you
1: oh it was it was insane it was there was 80 there was 77 or 81 anglers and i forget but I've never seen so many anglers on the water at once, and I knew no one besides, like, three people. So, it was, it was a awesome experience for me.
0: Oh, I bet. And I, that's crazy. I mean, 70 to 80 anglers for Indiana. Like, when I think about Indiana, I spent six months in there, hence why I have this thing behind me. Right. Because um, I had reached out to you back, I think it was August, because I'd asked you, because I'm like, dude, I don't know anywhere to fish around here because it's <laughs> a barren wasteland, it seemed. Uh, I was asking you for like spots and whatever, and uh, but how do you get seventy to eighty anglers out in a lake in Indiana? Like, what lakes do you guys even go to? What's biggest?
1: This one was uh, it was a chain of lakes, so it was easier. It was a oh. James Chain, but it was I forget what month it was. I think it was last August, uh, somewhere in there. But there was an Indiana Kayak Anglers event tied with the Hobie Basso, the Hobie. Uh, bass open series. Um, on it was on the White River and there was like a hundred yeah. anglers on
0: it. Mm-hmm. Sheesh, yeah, it was it was crazy. Talk about claustrophobic, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dang. So, do you find yourself kind of venturing up to like Michigan or anything a lot, or do you kind of pretty much stay true to Indiana borders when you're uh, I fun fishing? I,
1: yeah, I, I love to travel uh-huh. uh, as much as I love to school kind of come school comes first to me like it it almost has to come first to me if i really want to pursue my dreams and passion so during the school year it is a little difficult for me to go the farther distant tournaments but i've um talked with like my administrators and principals at my school this year and told them like this is my dream this is what i want to do and they're working with with me this year and i've been super blessed uh, by homestead high school in fort wayne indiana and I'm gonna try to make it to those a lot more farther in national events this year.
0: Dude, that's pretty sweet. And it's I gotta say, I gotta commend you first of all on going through your administrators to like be totally honest with them. Because if it were me and my father, what we would have done has been like, hey, he's sick, he has the flu. We're out of town, family <laughs> vacation. Uh, instead of actually being, hey, look, I'm just going fishing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I know what you that's- mean. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, props to you for being honest, dude. <laughs> Oh, that's that's pretty cool on them. Them working with you and that kind of thing, kind of realizing you're not just going out, just joyriding fishing, but you're chasing something, right? That's the actual passion of yours. So it's cool to kind of see them appreciate the value of the sport and what it means to you. So it's that's For pretty sure, cool. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah, it's been
0: awesome. Oh, I bet. And you're probably known as you know the pro angler around school, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know about that, but it's it, it's super cool because we don't. <laughs> We only have 10 days we're allowed to miss a year. Otherwise, it's um, called truancy. So, I I, kind of, if I, last year, I kind of had to prioritize the tournaments I wanted to fish. But this Mm -hmm. year, I'm just going to fish as many as I can and see what happens.
0: I've never heard of that. See, my school never gave me days off. Yeah? Oh, really? I mean, I haven't been out of high school for that long. So, five years? Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we were never given, like, there's not days we're allowed to miss. Like, <laughs> you'd have days where you're sick, and that's about it. But yeah. that's kind of cool that schools are doing that now. It's almost like it sounds like a job. You get, like, ten sick days. That's right, yeah, That's it what is. it sounds like. That's funny. Yeah, but, like uh, yeah. yeah, but I guess speaking on that, do you have kind of, like, a set schedule of what tournaments you and your father are going to go around and hit?
1: I do, yeah. My first one, I forget the date. It's I know it's early in early March uh I will be fishing the Bass uh, Master Kayak Series event on Logan Martin Lake in Alabama. Hey, am right. super excited for that and experiencing the Bass Master Classic. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Super excited for that. And I'm this year, I'm really going to focus on the national events. I huh? le- Last year, I told myself that I just need to work on my mental game, my positivity on the water, and... Being ready to step up to that next step, so I don't step up too early and I'm not ready for it. And And yeah. so I'll be focusing on the Bassmaster series, the Hobie series, and then also KBF.
0: Hitting all three.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. Schedule is every weekend. It's so That's,
0: awesome. Jeez, man, you're gonna be like the the John Cox of kayak bass fishing. Just <laughs> fishing everything, man.
1: I know. It's. That's crazy. pretty sweet. Yeah,
0: I'm That's excited. Pretty sweet. Yeah. So let me ask you this, then. As – because I, obviously I know as a high school kid, you know, we can't get crazy high-paying jobs. So I'm going to kind of ask you a, a question. You can feel free to tell me to shut up. But uh, <laughs> how do you, you kind of afford all those entry fees? Because, I mean, I know you do very well in these tournaments, so you can kind of cash a check, afford to pay the next one. But, you know, does, does dad help, or do you have a job? What kind of – how does your system work?
1: Well, for entry fees and gas money and – like hotel expenses and everything. Uh, I've been really fortunate ever since I've started kayak fishing to have financial sponsors uh, mm-hmm. that co- local companies around Indiana, even some in Michigan, and I have one in Montana as well. And they this would not be possible without them. I couldn't do this out of my own pocket and my dad couldn't do it out of his own pocket, so it's been it's been an awesome ride so far and like I said I couldn't do it without
0: them jeez man i had no idea and that you're already more pro than i thought you were
1: (laughs) it's i just i can't thank them enough like this would not be possible i would not be here without
0: them today that's incredible dude well it it says a lot and it's a testament to your character that that's what you put it on But then then, like yeah i make money but no it's a a (laughs) testament to your character that you kind of put that appreciation towards it and i'll allot you some time um later on in the podcast to kind of give them a shout out and say thanks to them on here. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll be sure to give them a nice thank you in our social media posts and whatnot. But dude, that's sweet. That's awesome for them to kind of put that trust in you to, and that value to travel the country. That's, that's pretty sweet. You're, you're very fortunate there, but it's, yes. it's, cool to see how much you appreciate it. It's oh, well, sweet, man.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. And I know I, I, I can speak for them and they appreciate that as well.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's, that is a, and a chance that not a lot of people get. But I think you know if you put your faith in somebody, they they got the right kid. So, um, let well, let me let me ask you this then. So after after high school, I mean, what are your plans if if you I know yet? I mean, that's a very. Yeah,
1: I've, um, my goal has always been and dream has always been to fish in college and pursue like I said before, pursue fishing as long as I can competitively, and that's that's what I want to do and. Okay. Besides fishing, I probably want to go into- mar- business marketing or um even financial. I haven't really decided yet, mm-hmm. but that's that's what i'm um, looking at right now.
0: okay. Have any places on the radar yet
1: i'm I'm going to visit Bethel University oh. next week, I believe nice and, and I have a few others um down in Tennessee and one in illinois, so it it's been super fun. I've been very fortunate so far.
0: Could be the next Jordan Lee. Yeah, I
1: don't know about that. You <laughs> kind
0: of look, look like him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what Chad Hoover told me a couple of years
0: back. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, you, you look. Like him. I say you're more. You look more like Matt than you do Jordan, but yeah. you, know, <laughs> 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 you fish like him too, man. I, I was gonna say. I mean, it's gotta be pretty cool to be at your age and be able to travel the country and, and do what you do. It's gotta be pretty sweet, dude. Oh, know?
1: it's super sweet, and like I, like my dad. Like, I could not do it without him. Like, I I got my driver's license last year, and before that, it was just him doing the driving. And I guess I could when I had my permit with me, but more than likely, it was him driving and putting the miles on the truck and the road. So, I I couldn't do it without him and uh, his time from work and everything.
0: Yeah. So, are you still traveling 2020 with, with your dad? Is he competing in every tournament you're competing in?
1: He is, yeah. He had some uh he he had some health problems down in December. Okay and so this year he's gonna he's still gonna do like the bigger events and okay. but he's not gonna go full out this year, I don't think, and step and uh, take a step back and just yeah. kinda roll with his life, I guess.
0: Well, I hope he's doing all right then. Yeah,
1: he's doing a lot better now. That's already.
0: good. That's good. That's the most important part, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean that means sometimes you're gonna be riding solo, man.
1: Yeah, I'm. It's gonna be definitely. It's gonna be weird without him for sure. And I mean, I'm. I'm not really looking forward to just being me on the road because he brings so much like joy and we work together, kind of like a father and son team almost. Pick water, but we'll we'll get through it. And I'll look forward to events we will fish together for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, that
0: says a lot. That's a good relationship you guys have. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think you know, if there was a, there really isn't a better community to uh, kind of when you're first going out on your own on your own adventure by yourself to fish there really isn't a better community to have around you you know like when you're staying at these places you know especially because you know things can happen where you might be in need of help for you know you know who knows like someone break down your truck or uh, kayak parts whatever it may be this is the community to have around you that'll support you like i'm sure if you you know. Like you hear at a elites at Kayuga when guys got their rods stolen and then people are pitching in rods to the guys yeah. who got their equipment stolen. Like that's kind of, that's also what happens with the kayak community. So I feel like you might be traveling alone, but you're really not alone when you're there.
1: Yeah, I know, you know? what you You're a hundred percent right right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The one thing, one thing that really stuck with me and kind of was not only a testament to the community, but to you and your father was. Uh, Ryan Lambert, I think, goes on Kayak Bass Nation. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it was like, you know, the, the pretty much the whole community is gonna look after you guys, like they look after everybody else. So I thought that was pretty yeah. special. You know, you yeah. already have the respect of thousands yeah. of people, man.
1: I appreciate. Yeah. It. We we all appreciate it. the kayak fishing. It's the community is almost like a family. Yes, I mean, family provide for each other. They're there for each other. I mean, they'll they'll give up anything for each other, and that I mean. From my experience, that's what the kayak fishing community is.
0: And that's what makes it so special, and that's why a lot of people they get attracted to it, and that's why they stick around. You know, one thing about I mean, people get attracted to the boater scene, but I feel like the retention rate for boater scenes over a kayak scene just isn't there. Like once yeah. you're in the kayak game, you pretty much you're staying there. You yeah. Know? Like you don't want to leave, but it's it, it's pretty cool and. Um, I'm kind of curious, you know, you you mentioned how you're going to go to um, Logan Martin, but is there any tournament that you're, like, super excited for that kind of tops the list for 2020?
1: I'm, I got to think about this. The tournament that I'm probably most most excited for is probably Lake St. Clair, uh, the KBF event, and then also um, the Bass Open Series event on Lake Erie.
0: Hey Kiri. Oh, I know a lot of people are going to that one.
1: I'm really excited for that one. Really excited.
0: Yeah, I, that's the one that's closest to me, and uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's right now it's down to three different options for me because that's also the ladies' college graduation the exact same day. Yeah. So if I can get out of that, <laughs> hope she's not listening to this right now, then I will be at that one whether I'm fishing or trying to uh, bring the Douglas van down there because I just – actually got a job with Douglas Rods. Um, nice. They want me traveling around with their kayak market, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, so I'm hoping to be at Lake Erie, and if we're there, I'll have to uh, show you some honey holes after after the tournament because there's some places in Lake Erie, man, that not many people know about. Yeah. And you can just go and put up you know 25, sometimes even 30 pounds. I mean, it's that time of year, who knows? But mm. we've also had a weird winter, so it's going to be interesting how it kind of shakes things up. You know, yeah lakes, for, sure, for sure like right now was supposed to have like two miles of ice but uh, there's no ice so it's gonna, yeah, be it was, it's gonna be an early spawn there
1: yeah it was 57 degrees here in fort wayne indiana yesterday and it's 30, it's like 32 out right now and snowing so i, mean, I don't know what the weather's yeah. really doing.
0: i, I think yeah because i think I, I was texting my buddy who uh still works at notre dame and he was uh he sent me a snapchat and it was uh, there was no snow and i was like so we have two feet here in New York? Well, what do you mean? There's no snow. Like I feel like the Midwest is supposed to be colder than the Northeast, but maybe yeah. that beats That's me.
1: Crazy.
0: Yeah, but uh, w- let me ask you this too, because I'm I'm kind of curious because you've you said you're kind of you've been doing tournaments in your fourth year, right? Fourth. Uh, this will be my going to be your fourth. Mm-hmm. Yep. How many wins do you have under your belt now?
1: Wins, I have. I think I have sixteen. They're not all big, big wins, but. It's been
0: it's been super awesome. I've been very blessed. That's that's still that's still a good number, dude, and that's pretty impressive. You know, what what kind what tournament I guess that you won kind of you know takes the cake as you know one that is most meaningful I guess to you mm-hmm. one that you okay. know kind of, if you think of a lot.
1: Yeah, the one that's most meaningful to me was the Indiana Kayak English State Championship last year in September, I believe. uh it's most meaningful to me because I was I practiced, I put in the time. I it was only an hour away from my house and I spent hours on the water um, almost every day. I would go after school sometimes even. Damn. And during that tournament, I there was two lakes you could fish. They were right next to each other and I started on the lake I knew I could get a limit and big fish and I I just could not catch them. Like, I caught fish, but I just could not get the big ones, and I I was not having a good day at all. I still, I told myself I was going to keep my head up and just keep grinding, and that's exactly what I did. And I switched lakes with about an hour to go. And I caught two fish right when I got to the other lake, and then with one minute to go, or one minute to go, I catch a 17 and three-quarter and submit it with One second left. So, and that, and I would not have, I would not have won without that. So, it was crazy. It was like half a second,
0: literally down to the wire.
1: Yeah, it was like a half a second, and if I did not have that submitted, it would not have counted.
0: Holy crap, dude! (laughs) It
1: was insane. It was.
0: You must have been shaking.
1: Oh, I, I started like I, I get emotional. Like I'm known for kind of getting emotional Mm -hmm. a little bit, but. I've never like cried hard in a tournament, and I just hugged my dad. And just it was, it was a experience I will never forget for sure.
0: Dude, congrats! I mean, thank you. I'm sure it's like I really, years ago, but still, congrats, man. That's I really sick.
1: Really appreciate it. Yeah, it makes me it makes me smile every time I think about it.
0: I want to go back a little bit. You said you switched lakes. Like, do you mean you packed up the truck and like switched lakes, or how does that work?
1: Yeah, I did. I I went. Fast, I got the boat because they're too late. They weren't connected, but they were like two minutes from each other. I just kind of, I tried to neatly throw my rods in the truck, and then then I just, I since I unload because when I go to these Indiana tournaments, I take my own truck, and with the T-bone, my dad takes his. So I just, I threw it in the truck as fast as I could, and I strapped it down kind of barely and then just took off and went for the kind like, of barely <laughs> yeah it was i mean it was safe it wasn't gonna fall off but i i took that i really wanted to do something in that tournament
0: yeah you're determined yeah you're flying down the road <laughs> fly, backing up so the kayak flies out of the bed right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty sweet dude and kind of facing adversity you know right in the face and you're kind of just saying like you ain't gonna beat me and trying to keep a positive attitude that's That's one of the things that beats anglers the most, more than the fish do, is their own brain. So, the fact that you're in high school and you're still able to, you're already able to do that mentally, you're more mature than 70% of anglers out there. And on some days, including myself. It's
1: it's from past experience. I mean, my first, especially my second year kayak fishing in tournaments, I would put so much pressure on my, my back. I would beat myself up. And if I never, if I didn't do good in a tournament where I wanted to do good or I was expected to do good, I would beat myself up. And I'm, I was super hard on myself. I've gotten better at that over years. And last year I told myself, that's the only thing I'm going to work on. I'm like, I'm going to have fun and fish and fish tournaments and try as hard as I can, but that's going to be the main thing I'm going to work on. And I'm, Looking back now, I'm really happy on my growth last year, and that's why I'm saying I think I'm ready to really take it up to the next level this year.
0: Well, it's awesome that you're able to recognize that. I mean, most people don't recognize that and work on that until they're, like, 35.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been odd. There's a lot of people out there going back to the kayak fishing community and family thing. Like, I could just name, like, Ron Champion, Christine Fisher – uh, matt ball they're all people there's i could keep naming them there's all there's so many people out there that inspire me and just make me a better person overall and even an angler so i am mean, it's so awesome
0: well it's, dude i can tell you right now there's people that think likewise of you uh, and i think that's an honor in itself um thank thank you so much I appreciate of course it. man you don't need to thank me that's just a <laughs> given but i i hear what you mean though it's it's such a mental game, and I, I can't tell you how many times in this podcast that we, a person who I'm talking with, we talk about how mental fishing can be, because yeah. when you're fishing tournaments, you know, there's so many variables that you have to face. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're playing basketball, and the point is to get the ball in the hoop. You're playing against the players and yourself. You're playing against other anglers, the fish, Mother Nature, in your own head, and your own head is your biggest competitor. Oh, yeah. 100% sure. of the time. So mm-hmm. it's... It's pretty awesome to see that you already kind of acknowledge that. And that's kind of the traits that you see in people that are going to make it somewhere. So I think just keep doing you, man, because you're going places.
1: I appreciate Pat, it. I mean,
0: besides your maturity for your age, dude, your passion is going to drive you to places that you probably never thought of. And okay. I'm excited to see it. I, I can't wait to see it. Thank it's you. It's going to be pretty sweet. And uh, I'm pretty mad that I didn't link up to you earlier in Indiana trying to get fishing.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. I'm, I'm yeah. sure we'll see each other. I'm not
0: worried about it. We'll be all right. But it's... <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, too, is you are just now revamping your YouTube channel. You said you've had it for a while, but you haven't posted to it. Mm-hmm. But now you say that you're going to start posting content in 2020?
1: I, I am, yeah. it's It goes back to that mental game thing. Uh, I've tried to do a YouTube channel before, but I would... I would always be so hard on myself to say the right thing to get the right footage and worrying about getting video content rather than catching fish and I just told myself this year I'm just gonna be me I'm just gonna catch fish and I'm gonna pretend there's not even a camera there. And the only time I'm gonna worry about it is when I'm trying to get an angle or put batteries in it.
0: I mean, I can't speak for making a a successful YouTube channel. I've had mine for four years, and I haven't even reached 500 subs yet, but what I can tell people that are interested in starting it or trying to get into it because they're like, oh, well, I don't want to be distracted from fishing. Just get a big uh, memory card, a big SD drive. Like, for people that want to fish and record, get a a battery, like your external battery pack so that you can charge it all day long. You have your long cord so that it can reach up to the mount, uh, like a 256 SD card. So literally, all you're doing is putting your GoPro on your kayak, you're plugging it into the battery, you're clicking record, and you don't have to worry about it from the minute you click record to the minute you get off the water and you click stop. Wow,
1: well, that's that's awesome. Yeah, you told me that before, and I'm definitely gonna take you up. On that's that.
0: it. And, yeah, and, and that's it. That that's, yeah, that's all it is. And if you want to include an intro outro. All it is, is you talk to the camera for 30 seconds before you go out and after you go out. Between mm-hmm. then, it's between the ears. It's,
1: right. If you want to
0: talk to the camera, sure, you can turn around. But if not, you can focus on fishing right. and you catch everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's after, after that, it becomes, you know, if you want to ramp it up, you can ramp it up. But it's right. just, I think one thing to remember is I think a lot of people get away from, um, you know, focusing on getting subscribers, getting likes, getting views is you got to make sure you're still posting something that you are okay with posting, that you enjoy what you're posting. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's okay to kind of critique things so that they kind of catch more attention. But as long as you're still passionate about the content you're producing, that's all that matters at the end of the day.
1: Right.
0: So what's the point of posting something if you don't care about it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At the end of the day, it's a waste of time.
1: Yeah, you know? I get what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. That's true.
0: So I guess on, on that point, you know, do you have beyond, I'm sure you're going to, you're probably going to record tournaments and stuff like that. Do you have any other plans for the YouTube channel in terms of, of content?
1: Uh, as of right now, I think I'm just going to stick to fishing and uh, I might do some like reviews on products. I'm, I'm not sure yet, or mm-hmm. maybe an overlook on my new uh, Hobie 2020. Uh, but right now I'm just focused on fishing and catching fish. And then Whatever happens, happens.
0: I like that. It's going with the flow. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty funny to to see the uh, the Jackson or travel vlog of you doing homework, <laughs> uh, doing homework on the road, and stuff like that. that'd be pretty funny.
1: I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a new experience for me and a learning experience for sure.
0: Yeah, and I know you, I asked you before of like what tournament you're most looking forward to, but I guess kind of the same question, but in a different sense. You know, what location? Not even I mean, tournament aside. Mm-hmm. What I guess location like state town are you kind of most excited to see that you might not have been there before?
1: Yeah, I'm. Well, I've I love to, I <clears throat> excuse me I I love Tennessee. Uh, out of all the states I've gone to, Tennessee has been my absolute favorite. And Chickamauga, um, I've had a love hate relationship with that lake. It's been <laughs> really good to me and then times it's been really tough uh due to conditions and i'm looking forward uh to the Bassmaster uh kayak series tournament on chickamauga i forget when it is but i'm going to put as much work as possible into that tournament and try to miss i think that's during my uh summer break actually so i'll get some time down there
0: That's going to be pretty sweet, dude. I mean, that, I mean, that like you, when you go out there, it's like next cast is, could be, you have a much higher chance than us northern folks that it could be (laughs) a seven, eight pounder or more. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I feel
0: like for us northerners traveling south, we get more excited because you never know what you're going to catch. But it's like everybody who comes from south, north knows they're not going to catch the size, but it's like (laughs) they're all raving over smallmouth, you know? So it's. Uh, that's going to be pretty exciting. That's one of the lakes that are on my bucket list as well. So that's going to be pretty cool. But yeah, yeah been awesome. Tennessee, I like Kentucky, those are those are the places to be, especially as oh, a bass yeah. fisherman. Yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: for sure. Okay,
0: man. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up that I think was pretty important, and that kind of another thing that was a testament to your character, is the charity tournament that you did this past year. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I guess to start it off, my charity tournament, I – um, with the help of my dad, I came up. We came up with the name uh, Jackson Oars uh, Catch and Release Charity Tournament, and Catch is spelled K-A-T-C-H, and it stands for Kayak Anglers Together Can Help. Uh, so I thought that was really cool when that's my true. dad and I kind of came together and came up with that acronym. And it, I mean, the, the meaning uh, is very true, and like what I'm about to say, everyone else will think that's true. Um, I hope. And, well, the first year I did my charity tournament was 2018, and we had 47 anglers sign up and raise around $900 for charities, and uh, top three places uh, got to donate money to uh, charities. And in 2019, I've had the help of so many sponsors. We had 24 sponsors, which Jeez. is absolutely crazy. We had over five thousand dollars in prizes to give to people and we ended up having 137 anglers sign up and we raised three thousand dollars for charities which was absolutely crazy i did i could not have even dreamed of that happening and but i unreal i i keep telling people like my name's on that tournament uh but it's not me who made that possible. It's everyone in the kayak fishing community, the family, the, my grandparents signed up. I mean, even, uh, the spouses of kayak anglers signed up. So, I mean, it's, it's not just the kayak anglers, it's their families. And it's just like, it's a huge family. I can't keep saying it. Enough.
0: Yeah. It's so awesome. That's unreal, dude. So I, what was kind of going through your brain? Like you and your dad kind of brainstorming this, what was, what was the motivation behind creating this thing?
1: Well, I've always wanted to give back to people, and uh, Mr. Ron Champion, uh, he had, he did a charity tournament in 2017, okay. and I saw that, and I, I've always looked up to him. He's been, I mean, my idol for ever since I've gotten into kayak fishing, and ever since I've gotten to know him, and he inspired me to do something better and go out there and not be afraid and do something good for the community and, the, and something positively um, to positively impact the world yeah. and the country. So I came up with the idea um, of come, like with a charity tournament. So, yeah. And then my dad helped me with the name and then uh, it's, it, it is what it is today.
0: That's pretty sweet, yeah. dude. Awesome. So what what is the plan for the 2020 tournament here? Is there anything in, set in stone just yet? I'm
1: there's really nothing. I'm I'm getting the sponsors ready uh, here in the next month probably. Get them a little earlier this year and same thing as last year. And I, I really hope to see it continue um, to grow. And I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put on this tournament uh, every year until I I
0: can't. So you can't do it anymore. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm <laughs> I love it. I love doing it. It's an incredible experience and doing good for others just it makes me feel good and it's it's probably the best feeling um, I've ever felt in my life.
0: That's amazing and that's a that's that's how meaningful it is right there. It's just kind of you know the the benefits that you guys you know caused from that tournament aside just walking away knowing how many people you brought together for a good cause has to be worth it in itself. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that is unreal, dude. And I think, you know, even if you can, like, there comes a point where you can't even bring it on with that, I feel like you're creating this legacy of a tournament that someone is going to take it over for you if you're not able and still keep that tournament going year after year. It's one of those things I see happening that just becomes a staple for that area, for that region that people come to to kind of, you know, that time of year to just do something good. So I think you're creating an awesome trend here. So I'm pretty excited to see where it goes. And for, for myself and for people who don't know location, time, when is it? Where is it? Uh, or is it, does it usually change or is it usually the same?
1: Uh, last year, it was September 13th through the 15th. And it was like, I think it was 6 a.m. Uh, that Friday morning to 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. that Sunday night. And it's uh, it's a nationwide event. So you can pitch any public water of your choice and any state. And you could also – we had, I think, two or three anglers uh, in Canada that participated and signed up. So, I mean, anyone can sign up. And I am planning to do it somewhere around September 13th uh, this year. Uh, It's whenever – if the, I'll look at the weather for um, the regions and see when and where will be the best time.
0: Okay. I mean, if it's nationwide, dude what? I mean I, right now I'm the official podcast of NYKBF, which is New York's trail. So okay. what I could do is I'll broadcast this through the entire season coming up for September. We'll have it like with our tournament directors, we'll get things together. Try to make like a side pool to get a bunch of people in to to join this tournament. Cause we're all about the charity tournaments. That's the first stop this year. Is we have it. It's called uh it's called Fuzzy Guppies charity ter- charity tournament. It's a kayak place that one of the tournament directors owns uh, to kind of prevent suicide stuff like that. Um, so I think what I can do is I can try to get all of our uh, these uh, New York guys to help uh, join this tournament too. Thanks. And uh, what what I'll do for you as well too is I'll try to talk to my company Douglas Rods. Maybe we can send a rod or two over to you for as part of uh, that sponsor group. Oh, I, I
1: appreciate that more than you know. Thank you a ton.
0: Let's make this global, man. Let's blow it up.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited to see where this tournament goes and uh, see how much money we can raise this year.
0: Dude, let we'll talk more offline about this, but I have a few ideas I can share with you if you're interested. But awesome, I'm excited sure. to see what you can do with that. I mean, that's endless. I mean, sky's the limit for you. So that's going to be pretty sweet. Oh, I think, you. Uh, you know, is that one you kind of compete in as well?
1: Um, I did the first year i did compete in that and then the second year i didn't because that was actually the weekend of the indiana kayak english state championship and then my dad was having health problems that weekend as well and uh there's just so many fish There was like 350 fish um that were submitted so i i was judging fish all day sunday i i loved doing it to be honest i would I mean, it was so awesome to see how many people participated, and it it was super fun.
0: Dude, you know what would be really cool? Because now that you're kind of starting the YouTube channel, you're trying to get more consistent with it. Mm -hmm. What would be so cool is if you could have people kind of send you videos from each part of the country that are competing in this, Mm -hmm. saying like, hey, this is my name, competing in the Jackson Orr tournament, and then kind of holding the fish or whatever, just kind of... Making a video of different people, like yeah. saying, "Hey, this is Bailey Egbert from New York. This is whoever from California. This is whoever from Texas," and then at the end, kind of seeing where that money goes, that would be such a cool video. And yeah, that's uh, kind of a way to the next year help, you know, market and broadcast to uh, the tournament for the next year. Kind of sharing that video, that would be something that would be pretty cool to kind of get different shots of different people competing and yeah. would show the, the impact that you have nationally. Not just locally. That'd be pretty yeah. cool.
1: No, that's a super good idea. I'll, I'm actually, I'll probably do that this year. That do it, Dan. do it, it, man! Write got... down
0: so you don't forget it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I know I won't forget. It. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll talk about some more ideas offline. Uh, I'm a, I just my brain churns and I kind of, <laughs> a lot of my ideas I don't stop to think before I actually think or actually speak. But um, I think there's a lot of a lot of potential there. So that's pretty cool. Um, and that's again, that's some amazing that you guys are doing creating such a you know a good cause to come for that so that's pretty sweet thank you um yeah man so we're gonna kind of transition out of that i feel like we can talk about this stuff forever um <laughs> yeah. but uh we're gonna transition out of that and to the the kind of last segment before we wrap up but before we do i wanted to allot you that time to kind of thank anybody you wanted sponsors pro staff whoever and then tell the tell the folks listening or watching how they can uh, follow you on social media and your YouTube and whatnot.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I want to thank, first, I want to thank you for just having me on here. Nice, buddy. I mean, it, it's, an, it's an honor to be on here, and I'm super glad that you reached out. And I want to thank everyone who's watching, uh, the kayak fishing community and everyone else involved. Uh, the man upstairs, obviously, and then my sponsors, St. Croix Rods, Dry Dock Marine Center, uh, Hobie Fishing, Cal Coast Fishing. Fishing online, Trocar, eagle claw, Picasso Lures, Ram Mounts, bayou Bug jigs, tourney tag, and tourney X. And ram mounts. Well. Sheesh. So um the list I, I could not do this without without them. It's uh, this isn't a one man ride. It's uh everyone that stands behind me and everyone who supports me and encourages me. I I just wanna thank everyone so much.
0: Well, I'm sure they appreciate having you as much as you appreciate their support. I mean, to have you on the team, it that says something about their brand. You know, you bring that positive light, dude. So that's gonna be pretty sweet. So, where can people follow the life of Jackson Orr?
1: <laughs> well, I've got an Instagram and a Facebook. Uh, my username on both are is uh, Jackson Orr fishing.
0: Sweet. Plain and simple,
1: right?
0: Yep. What about people. the YouTube channel? The, the one and only or people you need to follow. <laughs>
1: the YouTube channel is the same thing, just Jackson or Fishing. Plain yeah. and simple.
0: <laughs> Everything will be linked down below, whether you guys are watching from a podcast app or a YouTube channel. Everything is down below. Go click on it. Stop watching this and go click on it. Subscribe, <laughs> follow, and then obviously continue to listen to this man talk. But uh, Dude, it's going to be pretty sweet to see what you do. It's. Uh, I uh,
1: appreciate it.
0: And before we continue this, though, I got to, like you, you thank me for having you on. But really, the honor is, is all mine to have you on here, man. You gotta yeah, tell you,
1: it means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. We'll have, we have to get out fishing sometimes. Yeah. Oh,
0: I'm, I'm not worried. We will. Yeah. We will if not, I'll we'll have to wait till your charity tournament so I can I can whoop you on, uh, on. <laughs> track, <right? laughs> yeah. No, but uh, we'll. we'll, we'll We'll turn, uh, change into the the last segment here. I have two questions that I kind of like to wrap up each podcast with because everybody's answer is always different, brings out unique responses. It's, it's, it's fun. Um, so the first question is, if you could sit down and have dinner and pick the brain of three different people, past or present, doesn't even have to be fishing industry, who would you invite?
1: I would definitely... Uh I think my number one would be Jordan Lee, because I, like,
0: especially,
1: especially now, because, um, uh, I could really connect with him, I think, and he could really help me out in a lot of ways with him being a younger angler and pursuing his dream and passion and just coming out of college. And I mean, doing what he loves and I'm sure he has to feel so much pressure being a young angler and being in the, um, he when he was in the elite series and uh everything he's doing now, I mean it, I feel like that would be really hard to do and to keep that positive mindset with all the sticks he's going against and then uh my next one that I would uh want to talk with and go to dinner with would be Kevin Van Dam, obviously because he's i mean he's he's just an, he's always been the guy that everyone has looked up to he's got so much knowledge. Uh, he's accomplished so many um, amazing things that, uh, that so many anglers haven't accomplished. And he's put in so much work and time and just he's done everything to pursue his passion. And the third one, it would have to be, um, think about this for a second. <laughs> honestly, I would probably say um, Christine Fisher. Uh, I would say Christine Fisher okay. because, I mean, she's she's not only a friend to me, but she's, she's knowledgeable about fishing. But she also, she's the kind of person that everyone wants to be. She's mm-hmm. nice to everyone. She is super respectful. And she just, she's an idol in the sport. And she encourages everybody. It doesn't matter if you fish or not, you're in the outdoors or not. She encourages everyone to be the best person as possible. And especially... Her posts are so motivational. And oh my gosh, yeah. She's super direct and tells how she feels and I can, I can connect with her so much and how she feels like her most recent one with saying she, had, or not maybe not her most recent one, but one of her recent ones, she said that she puts pressure on herself and that's exactly how I felt and still feel to this day and I just think it would be a really good conversation just to sit down with her and have dinner.
0: Yeah, pretty much any, like, I, know I could speak for a few people that you when you kind of see her name, you know, when you scroll through Instagram, or Facebook, whatever have you, that when you see her post, it's worth stopping and actually reading, you know, because a lot of people just kind of scroll mindfully and click on pictures. Mm-hmm. When you get to her post, you actually want to slow down and actually read what she yeah. has to say, because you're going to come out with it knowing something or valuing something that you didn't prior to looking at that message at least that's just me speaking and i'm sure you view it the same way mm-hmm. but yeah she, she has a good message that she portrays and yeah, it's pretty inspirational to, to a lot of people so it's pretty yeah cool. and
1: she's exactly the same way in person in person i mean that's who she is that's her exact real self and it's just so awesome to see that
0: yeah it's pretty cool it's she's been somebody i've watched for a while as well it's it's pretty cool to see what she's doing she's taking the uh, the tournament scene by storm as well oh so yeah
1: she's gonna do some to really good she's already done so many big things but this year i think she's gonna she's gonna lay the hammer down i think
0: that's gonna be pretty sweet yeah i hope to see that i mean uh the one thing that sticks in my mind was her video of i think she was on saint claire mm-hmm. i think and she was hitting like three four footers standing on her kayak catching muskie. i'm sitting there like I'd be at home in blankets, yeah. too scared to go out. And I'm like, props to you, like, I couldn't do that.
1: That's dedication right there. Ninety-five
0: percent of anglers aren't going to go out in that, and she's <laughs> out there standing up, fighting four-foot-long fish. Like it's, that's pretty sweet. It's, it's respectable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a solid three right there, dude. That is, that's a stud lineup. There's, probably,
1: there's more. Those are the ones that like just can't... I've Obviously, I've got so much more that I could say, but those are the three that really come to mind.
0: I hear you. Yeah, it's it's an answer that kind of changes day-to-day, you know, hour-to-hour, because yeah. you think about different things. And that's one thing I kind of... When I have these podcasts afterwards, I kind of try to think of my three of the day. Mm-hmm. It's you think of, you know, who would I look up to today or who did I kind of value, whose skill right. today would I wish I had something like that so it's pretty cool um, so our last question this is the one that I wrap up the podcast with uh, leaving it on a high note kind of thing it's uh, pretty much plain and simple you know your favorite fishing memory
1: my favorite fishing memory uh, that would probably have to be uh, my first tournament I've ever done uh, out of a kayak on Lake James chain it that tournament has forever changed my life uh, it was just so, I've never, I've, I've caught big fish before, I've caught a bunch of fish before that tournament, but that first tournament fish, it felt like no other. It was, it brought, I caught it five minutes within the tur- tournament, and it, like, I've never felt that way since. It's, it, it was, I don't know how to explain it. it it's was, almost
0: like a satisfaction.
1: Yeah, it was like, I could just relive that moment over and over yeah. again.
0: That's pretty sweet. That's what started this whole thing. That's yeah. what drove you nuts to ask your principal if you could go travel and fish.
1: Oh, it's, <laughs> it's been super awesome. I'm I'm very blessed.
0: Uh, I'm super excited to see what you're going to do in 2020, man. I, I can speak for myself, but also for many around the nation. If not, you know, maybe who knows, man, maybe the globe. Who knows what, <laughs> what fans you got out there. Oh. Um, that they're pretty excited to see what you're going to do in 2020. So you got a lot of support behind you. And I mean, sky's the limit for you, man. Just taking a run.
1: I appreciate it. Same goes for you. Same goes for you.
0: Yeah, well, I'm pretty excited to uh, to get out and fish. And we'll get you on here soon to get you like a, a mid-season update. And we'll stay in touch. But, dude, go hammer them. I can't That's wait to fun. see what you're going to do. And uh, first tournament's coming up soon. I hope you're ready. I'm looking
1: forward to it. I've, I've got all my i have like 15 rods this year uh i've been i literally i rig them up or touch them every day so <laughs> I, I i'm i itching to get out on the water
0: you probably got the truck all packed up and ready keys and ignition and you're I've just got waiting got at everything. home
1: <laughs> yeah i've got everything ready the only thing i need to get ready is to rig my boat up okay. I, I don't have the transducer on it yeah I, i need to do that this weekend so
0: well, well, we'll hop off here so you can go do that and get ready. <laughs> but you quit procrastinating. <laughs> I'm just right. But, uh, man, we're going to wrap up here. I just want to say, uh, again, it was an honor to have you on. I appreciate you taking the time to to hop on here and, and share your story with me and everybody listening watching. watching. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm sure everybody listening and watching appreciates it. So keep doing what you're doing, man. It's You're making changes. You're benefiting the world for, for the better. It's, it's awesome to see. And just keep doing you.
1: Thank you so much, Bailey. I really appreciate everything. Of
0: course, man. We'll uh, we'll talk soon, and uh, can't wait to see uh, what you do down the road, man. Awesome. Thanks. All right. We have a good night. All right. You too. So I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation that we had with Jackson. It really was a pleasure to have this kid up on here on this podcast, be able to talk to him, hear his story, uh, hear the plans that he has for 2020. The kid's going to take the nation by storm. Him and his father already are. I mean, if you're in kayak bass fishing, you know who Jackson and Jim Orr are. Uh, they are incredible people. Um, as you can see, the impact Jackson's having just on his charity tournament alone in, in two years. He's making a huge impact, and it's going to be pretty awesome to see what happens in 2020 for him. I'm looking forward to it. Follow my social media. Follow his YouTube channel. I'm looking forward to his charity tournament. I'm going to mark that on my calendar. I can't wait to compete in that. Hopefully Jackson goes in that so him and I can have a little side bet. That would be pretty fun. But, again, guys, go follow him. He's a great kid. He's got a lot of potential. I can't wait to see what happens with him. And if you guys aren't subscribed, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, like this video, comment some support for Jackson. Um, and also, if you guys don't want to listen to this podcast on YouTube, you can head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor app, practically any podcast application out there, you can listen to Serious Angler. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you next time. Hey, guys, I just want to say thank you for listening to my podcast in its entirety. With that being said, if you'd like to support the Serious Angler podcast, please head to my page and click support. Any amount really helps me be able to create content for you guys and also helps me, you know, pay the bills, which gives me more time to make podcasts for you guys. Thank you guys again for listening to the Serious Angler podcast, and we'll see you guys next time.